a lot of times i start the podcast with a joke which is funny i mean sometimes itna bhi mat karo yaar but i guess today a little more different i guess the entry or the start of the podcast so i watched ford versus ferrari again now the first time i watched it uh, it was before covid everything was great and no mask all that bullshit you know and the essence that film had the way ken miles and carol shelby's relationship their friendship was shown it was so beautiful and of course at that point of time when i was watching i couldn't understand a little aspects here and there what was daytona what was leman i knew leman's was a 24 hour race but when i heard when i read when i saw a lot of information about the whole rivalry the classic rivalry of ford and ferrari i realized there was so much in that movie to understand to see and fun fact the first time i watched it in the end when spoiler alert uh, ken miles won was in the test car uh i cried like when he died i had a little tear like in my eyes and now uh, watching it again knowing all the whole story still i felt damn man this was a, he was a great race car driver let's be honest about that and so did so did carol shelby of course he left and he basically joined uh, you know the car designing all of that stuff but in general just wonderful people and legends in the car industry anyways more on i guess i will do a lot of podcasts or movies too you know just a simple my take on or my point of view on these films which have cars or are based on cars or something like that so with that said let's get started beautiful listener or should i say soap <laughs> this is manuel gearheads welcome back i am shailesh khotian aka carsonova and the reason i am still figuring out how to introduce myself is because in the last episode i literally forgot to say that this was manuel gearheads and all of that stuff and i had to add it later on damn this stuff is crazy bro So anyways what's with the new you know contenders coming out in the two wheeler market well essentially today's current affairs is based literally on two wheelers there are no such new cars as such or i guess i haven't looked closely maybe maybe not so without any further ado the current affairs or um फॉरवर्ड फ्रॉम द 
Hornet 2.0, which it is heavily based from the chassis, the uh, 17-inch alloys and everything. Uh, it has USD forks. Turn indicators are on the handlebar. Like the handlebars have that, you know, finger protectors or mud protectors. What I don't exactly know what they are called, but they just cover your hands. Like so, the indicators are there instead of the conventional near the headlight or, or something like that. It is kind of cool, and well, it has single channel ABS. Helps because ADV motorcycles don't necessarily need twin channel ABS, but it could have done better with a twin channel ABS, which had a you know rare ABS cutoff switch or something like that. But still, uh, for a 184 cc motorcycle, that is enough, you know. 17.26 horsepower and 16.1 newton meters of torque, plenty enough to go get you through city and some off-road action. While the price, the price is pretty amazing, 1.45 lakhs. That's is the showroom price, and it's of course going to get up with the go up. Sorry, uh, with the taxes and everything. Overall, a very nice packaging. You know, LED headlights, a visor. The all-digital console shows you the gear, the speed, RPM, and trip A, trip B. The usual stuff. So for a budget segment types things this is a good motorcycle and essentially if the bike we are talking about was still in production it would have rivaled the bajaj as 200 the adventure sport and now as of now it is going to directly rival the expulse 200 yeah it's going to be fun now because a lot of people are getting into edvs and why not well getting up you know in the powerhouse segment we have two brand new two wheelers i will say not motorcycles because one of them is a motorcycle um two brand new two wheelers from the very loved beloved company of india yamaha the japanese brand has launched its yamaha r15 and the yamaha r15m version 4 v4 on 21st of september well, this has a hell lot of changes, but only one thing has not been changed. That's the engine. Well, the BS6 155cc liquid-cooled engine comes with 18.4 horsepowers and 14.2 newton meters of torque, exactly same as before. The packaging in which it comes is now hella different. The all-digital console is taken directly from the Yamaha R1. That's right. The 1000cc sibling, the bigger sister of R15, uh, shares now its digital console with this cute little, I will not say cute, uh, fierce little motorbike. Of course, we always know that Yamaha has taken its roots and always given it that track appeal because for beginner riders, it is just a bliss. USD folks, better handling of course. It has Bluetooth connectivity in the console, which enhances everything. It can show you the mobile, your mobile's battery, then calls, log, call logs, and everything messages coming in. And in general, on the Yamaha app, the Yamaha Motorcycle Connect app, you will essentially get the specs of the motorcycles. You know the online specs, I guess. 
what the motorcycle is beam through top speed all of that stuff now the front of the yamaha r15 is essentially redone and it is taken directly from the r7 now yamaha does this a lot of times and uh, this time they have literally like up to th- you know increase the perfection in a bike which was already so perfect we have a single led projector setup with two led strips which will act as a indicator no they won't yeah they are not they are daytime running lights and we have a led projector and it looks sick like literally sick it's wonderful in a lot of terms essentially available in four colors i guess the red the dark knight edition Hans Zimmer playing in the background and the racing blue the classic racing blue and the Yamaha R15M is going to be in the stealth grey something sort of color which is which kind of Im- implies exactly like it is kind of the R1 color the grey and the dual tone types the uh, grey and the black there is one more uh, color which is the monster energy one variant so it will have monster energy decals and all of that stuff which will be gloss black finish now the base variant does not have uh, the traction control and the quick shifter but the R15M and the R15 racing blue edition will have quick shifter slipper clutch slipper clutches all around the bike and other than that the whole body styling has changed a lot the quick shifter is buttery smooth as the riders who have ridden it and put their put up their reviews have said now coming to the price this 155 cc motorcycle is a little 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 expensive but still i know it's going to be a bomber because it's going to sell like hotcakes and it will like there is no like going back on that word so the price starts with the base variant getting priced at 1,167,800 rupees and the monster energy variant uh, going top to 179,800. The R15M essentially will be 177. That means it's 10,000 rupees more. It will have the quick shifter and 3D badges. Uh, I am sure it is. does increase the power from 18 to 20 horsepower okay anyways uh, let's get to the next uh, motorcycle or the maxi scooter from yamaha the aerox 155 same engine 155 cc but 15 bhp of power and 13.9 newton meters of torque even though it is lesser than compared to the r15m and the mt09 mt01 uh 15 mt15 yeah my bad i'm really getting bad at that uh, so even though it's less powerful than the r15 and the mt15 it is still one of the most powerful scooters in india now as of now um uh, it is one of the first maxi scooters from yamaha it is going to rival directly the aprila sr160 and the bergman i don't exactly know why it's called like what the 
type of maxi scooter what are maxi scooters but for the most part i believe that they have a bigger like floorboard on which you can rest you can relax and they're bigger in size because of course we have seen the bergman and the sr160 and they're pretty big the change in the aerox is that instead of a floorboard it has a center spine running down which gives it a motorcycle type of feel because your legs are separated like they are not they cannot be like sitting together and like you know on the floorboard on a you know take a active or axis you can keep your foot anywhere and you can rest but this time this one has you know separated footrests now this spine the spine of the motorcycle also houses the fuel lid and you can fill your fuel from this so basically you don't have to get out or you know press a button or something you just have to pop the fuel lid in a motorcycle how you do it and it, boom you will have fuel to fill up it has the same you know a little different uh, bluetooth connectivity console 5.5 inch one with a 5.5 inch screen and it will have the same yamaha motorcycle connect app the boot of this maxi scooter is nearly 24.5 liters it's big i'm seeing you it's big it's really big and it's priced at 129000 considering all things uh, being the most powerful scooter it is going to attract a lot of buyers because now i feel that the 150 160cc motorcycle uh, scooter uh, segment is growing a lot just think about it it all started with the aprilia 160 one yeah sr 150 yeah a small sleek motorcycle uh, scooter which was really linear in its power band but very powerful now other than that these two have already started the yamaha r15 and the aerox have already started hitting the showrooms and i have already started delivering people have already, like the you know the uh what have we what do they call them sometimes it just goes out of my mind yeah the dealerships yeah my bad <laughs> the dealerships have already started to sell these and it's going to be fun now because these two one being the track focused beast and the other being the maxi scooter both of them are going to make a thunderstorm appeal to all the indian you know motorcycle buyers with that we end our latest news and let's get to the main segment which is why american cars or american car companies are not sustaining their market in india oh ho ho sat samundar par mein tere piche piche nahi aayi uh so this was the case with all the american car companies and in india a lot of people always say like the experts in the automotive industry always say that indian car market is one of the toughest to crack or toughest to understand because the you know the ideas of indian customers always changes of what car they want to buy but essentially the whole thing is that ke bhai uh, okay uh the whole thing it remains it always comes down to the factor that it has to the car has to be light on the pocket but heavy on the you no know, the features 
although sometimes it doesn't matter you know <laughs> if the safety is not that uh, great you know uh, anyways now so let's start with the three biggest companies as you all know in episode 5 why ford left india we did talk about how extensive the ford's idea was to increase the market sales but it ended up being a 2 billion dollar loss for them in india itself and that's why they left it there are two more companies in india which left sadly one being chevrolet or general motors uh, we are going to be referring them as general motors or chevrolet doesn't matter they are both the same and uh, harley boys are going to feel little you know a jerk in their hearts or something like that a pain chuban dukh dard peeda when i talk about harley davidson which left india back you know in 2020 2021 you know in this time period of frame time frame yeah <laughs> so let's start with general motors chevrolet started their indian market sales in 1995 and with that consecutively they sold a lot of vehicles nearly 1.1 million sales were recorded in 2011 which was their peak by the way and they left in 2017 sad but what to do so with that 1.1 million sales in 2011 uh, the cars they produced were apparently the in talagaon like in south of some somewhere uh, it was the chevy tavera the classic mpv which rivaled the innova crista or uh, innova my bad the cruze the chevy chevrolet cruze which was one of the most powerful sedans back then nearly 163 horsepower this was a super sedan and this was a beast i still remember watching it you know like literally seeing it in front of my eyes and the way they advertised it was the car was there on the center stage and the speakers were literally kept playing the lion roaring lit all way, like in every 5 seconds they were like all of that as like uh okay anyways then came the suv the chevrolet captiva which had a lot of problems pretty weird ones to be honest and then the cute cute chote chote Chevrolet Beat and Chevrolet Spark. Well, credit where credit is due, Chevrolet Beat was one of the first ever cars in the hatchback segment to introduce a door handle for the rare, you know, rare passengers to be set on the B and the D pillars. If I'm correct, A, B, C, D, maybe C, D, C and D pillars. Basically, the rare pillars. Yeah, समझो ना. this is carried forward in you know exactly used as in the swift the new swift and the tata altros if you know funny thing it gives the car an appeal as if it's just a two door but uh, guess what it isn't <laughs> then came the spark uh, another chintu class hatchback which was really cute and just like a spark the name it it gave a spark in our eyes but said it burned a hole in gm's pocket somewhere somehow so i'm not going to talk about all the cars but essentially two 
well three in some places you know how my counting works i say two but then i add up three i said there were going to be four colors in r15 but i ended up telling there are five leave that so first starting with the captiva the captivas original you know before the 2009 model uh, year the models had a starter motor failure well essentially meant that after a point if they were not rectified or something like that the engine literally ceased or stopped from you know igniting or anything like that then came in the 2007 2010 model you know around around in that time uh, the diesel particulate filter problem now this caused the lower engine compartment to overheat and catch fire so when <laughs> tom said your body's fire fire wait something is on fire is on fire around out here are you any dialogue kya tha yaad nahi aa raha something is burning around out here yeah that's it i got it so that's exactly what happened with the captiva now with this there were a hell lot of things to consider well to be a little precise the most weird problem came in the 2007 to 2010 model uh the vehicle started unintentionally even if you if you had the keys in the ignition chances were in the off position also the car sometimes started pretty weird well tavera also faced some of these problems the chevrolet tavera was a indian let's just say that it was a really favorite amongst the taxi car market because i still see a lot of taveras with the tourist vehicle badges what but what was the problem well essentially these cars were not the latest bs4 compliant engines and the taveras nearly in 5000 of that number had to be recalled because of that problem well now what was essentially the problems because even the cruise is facing a lot of problems chevrolet did promise that they are going to like stay loyal to the customers but sometimes these cars just break down some can be rectified some are just from the factory same was for the cruise also they a small part of the cruise the chevrolet cruise was also recalled now how did chevrolet fail and well the major thing was that they took the global approach now let's be honest the indian car market is tough because we are different than how the whole world works while us and europe all of these car you know automotive sectors they have the power base segments people don't care much about the uh, you know setups instead they think about powerful engines and all that stuff india the power doesn't that matter that much because most of the cars are driven in the cities and you know a very few very small segment is like highway driven while because they are bigger states the europe and usa or they are bigger countries well people drive more and they need more power because they can reach somewhere faster and in a better position well india we well 
एसेंशियली वी आर अ जिक्वाडू कंट्री अपन तोड़ लेते रे तोड़ मरोड़ के निकाल लेते दैट वॉज द केस न दिस ग्लोबल अप्रोच डिड नॉट सूट वेल फॉर इंडिया थर्स अमाउंटिंग टू अ एट थाउजेंड करोर लॉस फ्रॉम जी एम विच मेड दैम यू नो लीव एंड इट वॉज ऑल्सो अ बिग रीजन वाई यू नो द लॉस वॉज अ बिग रीजन विच वॉज एसेंशियली हैपनिंग बिकॉज ऑफ द प्रोडक्ट रिकॉल्स कॉन्स्टेंट प्रोडक्ट रिकॉल्स ऑफ द टवेरा द कैप्टवा द क्रूज ऑल ऑफ दीज well with this we come to the second contender of the failed indian car market companies who you know couldn't bear the brunt well that is well it is harley davidson the company which started back in early 18 or 1900s you know essentially the company which gave world war 2 a lot of bikes for the army specifically well harley davidson had a cult following let's be honest a lot of people were die hard fans of harleys and they were already always ridden in groups that was the fun element there were riding crew riders who used to join every weekend get on the highway and you know munch a few miles have a cup of tea maybe big beards glasses everything leather jackets and nothing but straight roads ahead <clears throat> that was the case but well harley davidson started suffering a lot in india now leaving india were essentially two things for them they the two reasons were for leaving india was one poor sales obviously they literally recorded just 2000 sales 2000 units sold in the month of april and june in the month of 2021 or 2020 yeah 2020 which was nothing compared to what royal enfield was selling now the other thing was it also the harley davidson also applied the rewire strategy now this essentially meant that they are going to sell their units their products only in 50 of these countries including europe china and us of a obviously where they originated because there the product is very well appreciated and you know people buy it in large numbers well that was a big reason why they also launched their first adv the harley davidson i don't quite remember the name but it looks a lot like the harley you know fat boys and all of that stuff but it is a edv essentially and considering the fact that edvs are on the high rise now considering triumph with the tiger bmw with the gs and honda with the africa twin i mean i can just keep going on and there is no stopping to that edvs are the new things suvs are the new things suddenly people are starting to think that off roading is the new thing even though there are so many kilometers of roads out there wait a minute if they have potholes and you have a bigger suspension technically you are off roading even if you are in a city <sighs> oh sometimes my genius precedes everything my genius is dangerous i feel <laughs> quoting a little bit of top gear anyways 
so with this revised strategy poor sales everything they had to leave india and it was in their in the back of their minds of the harley davidson executives another thing coming into the factor was the tax structure of india because the import duties ranged from 60% to 50 like of course they were 60 before and then they were dropped to 50% for those motorcycles specifically which were below the 800 cc mark you know segment now owners had to pay nearly 50% tax on the import duties one and if the bike was semi knocked out and they, it was assembled in india then it had a 15% tax and then added to that was the gst and the cess which was 3% for the cess and gst was at 28% which made the car which made the product do and come with a tax of nearly 81% kaun bharega yaar dimag kharab ho jayega well essentially it accumulated and the losses were at 96 million dollars for harley davidson they are leaving india caused 2000 jobs to just go up you know just lose people 2000 people nearly lost their jobs and dealerships closed everything was like you know it's a like a bandwagon effect their biggest market was the 750 cc the street 750 to be precise this was sold in a huge number but i don't know what exactly was the sales numbers but it was one of the biggest contenders of their market in india specifically then came the fat boy then the you know the <laughs> goldwing i guess i don't know their names were really difficult to understand but i will i guess i am going to come back to harley davidson once again in the future now unlike harley davidson other companies the european companies or the japanese companies even the british ones they did a pretty smart move tying up with the indian car markets or the motorcycle companies like example we did have a complete episode on ktm how it bonded with you know came in ties with bajaj now triumph is doing the same and they are going to soon release a cruiser motorcycle i hope it's a avenger with bajaj uh, the ideas of triumph with bajaj coming together and creating this small motorcycle in the 300 maybe 400 cc motorcycle segment and this is going to be a bomb for triumph because the sales number are going to go high up because there are they are trying to get into the 600 500 cc markets the trident being their biggest testing which is selling but you know still there are a lot of things to consider ktm i mean who doesn't know ktm in india the ktm 200 the ktm 390 they are seller they are selling like hot cakes now because simply because you are giving something which is meaningful which has a austrian you know a brand name attached to it at a very good price i mean you get quick shift or traction control so many things on the 390 and bajaj also has a share of this pie taking the engine and putting it the putting it in the dominar or the ns200 the 200 cc precisely the ns200 the rs200 it just keeps going on you know it's like they are sharing the profits 
if if and if Harley Davidson had tried this, they surely would have come up with something, you know, a cruiser motorcycle, which was lower on the CC, but really cheaper and people could afford it more better. And who do, who would not want a Harley at the price of a Royal Enfield? Of course, the cruiser motorcycling segment is dominated, let's be honest, dominated by Royal Enfield with the classic, the Meteor or if it was back in the days, it was the Thunderbird and the classic older generations. Now, failed market strategies always cause this problem. And that was exactly the problem with Harley-Davidson, Chevrolet, Ford. We did talk about Ford, right? Considering all of these things, you know, losing a market completely sometimes seems better than trying to implement changes and then facing a loss which adds up to the loss you're already trying to cover. And I won't blame them, of course, but they are going to be missed. I will essentially miss the Ford Endeavor. I still see them and I just... Now, before I used to feel, wow, man, wonderful. Now I feel, what is the owner of the car? I think that Ford is in India. It feels bad, but what do I do? Life is a journey. Go to the petrol. कहीं कहाँ का पेट्रोल पंप नहीं मिलता यार जस्ट सेम और प्राइजेस देखो यार क्या बता एनीवेज विद दिस वी एंड आप और कास्ट स्टेट यून एवरी संडेज फॉर एवरी न्यू एपिसोड फॉर द मैनुअल गियर हिट्स फॉलोअर्स ऑन इंस्टाग्राम एट कार्सोनोवा वन अंडर स्कोर टू अंडर स्कोर थ्री वी अपलोड कंटेंट ओवर देयर टू रिव्यूज एवरी थ्री डेज टू पोस्ट and one is the announcement post of the podcast of course you can get to know more and you can also connect to me on instagram soon thinking of launching a email id also because that might just help people please feel free to connect with me to talk about more such companies or any topic you have in mind which you want me covered on this podcast till then stay safe keep raving take care and Bye-bye.